Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. As always, on today's show, we will talk about the comments Donald Trump made to Bob Woodward that were actually audio recorded about the coronavirus. We will also discuss that Donald Trump is using the government to pay for his rape trial and also the Department of Homeland Security is altering some language in order to make Donald Trump look better. That and so much more. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Let's get it started. Now it's turning out it's not just old people, Bob, but just today and, and yesterday some startling facts came out. It's not just old, older yeah, exactly. young people, to plenty of young people. So what's going uh, on give in, me a, a, a moment of talking to somebody, going through this with Fauci or somebody who kind of uh, it caused a pivot in your mind because it's clear just from what's in on the public record that you went through a pivot on this to oh my god the gravity is uh, almost inexplicable and unexplainable well I think Bob really to be honest with sure, you sure I want you to I be. wanted to uh, I wanted to always play it down I still like playing it down yes sir. because I don't want to create a panic ladies and gentlemen that is the voice of possibly the worst person in the United States. And unfortunately, the worst person in the United States happens to be the president of the United States. He told Bob Woodward that he knew about the coronavirus. He knew about the dangers of the coronavirus, said it was worse than the flu, deadlier than the flu. But he didn't want to cause panic and that he likes to play it down. He just, you know what? Let's not tell the American people how dangerous this is. Let's just kind of keep it on the down low so people don't start losing their minds and going crazy. Not only are we going to keep this quiet, we're just going to go ahead and tell people that it's a hoax and it doesn't even really exist and that it'll go away at some point and the heat will take care of it. And if you swallow some Clorox, you'll be fine. You know, stuff like that. But we don't want people to panic. We just want them to pretend like it's not there. And because he pretended like it was not there, almost 200,000 people have died and millions came down with the virus. And again, I don't want to hear this thing about, oh, if you get it, it's not that big of a deal. Well, for some people, it was a huge deal. I happen to know people that got very, very sick. Did they die? No, but still, we could have avoided people getting very, very sick. Not to mention, it also led to millions of people losing their jobs, hundreds of small businesses closing to never reopen again. I just read the other day, Las Vegas laid off tens of thousands of workers, furloughed a lot of them, and called them up and told them, you're not coming back to work. So as the worst person in the United States was telling Bob Woodward that this was deadlier than the flu, he went out and told the American public, oh, it is, it's the flu. Don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. 
This is beyond comprehension. And what really blows my mind is literally I recorded a podcast just a few days ago and we were talking about a huge story regarding Donald Trump calling our soldiers losers and suckers. And now guess what? That's going to be completely out of the news because he just replaced it with another bombshell. This guy might be a genius, actually, because he just keeps replacing his bad stuff with more bad stuff, so you forget about the older bad stuff. And when I say older, I'm only talking a couple days old. You would have thought Losers and Suckers was four months ago, but it was just a few days ago. Heck, the Russian bounty story feels like it was eight years ago now. I'm sorry, but how in the hell is this guy still president? How have people not revolted against this guy? That's what makes it so mind-boggling and something I just can't get over. You go to these Trump supporters and they just go, fake news, or they just do whatever it is they can to defend him. There's no way he said that about our soldiers. What are you talking about? There's literally a video of him saying that John McCain wasn't a war hero because he was captured. He doesn't like he doesn't like uh, soldiers who were captured. There's absolutely no question he called them losers and suckers. No question in my mind. It was even confirmed from Fox News. But anyway, if you hear Bob Woodward absolutely played Donald Trump. First of all, how stupid is this idiot? There was a book written about him by Bob Woodward called Fear, basically detailing... What an idiot he was in the White House the first time. But Donald Trump this time lets Bob Woodward in, lets him interview him, and Donald Trump is so stupid, he thinks he's smarter than Bob Woodward or pretty much anybody else around him. So he thinks he's going to mold this thing. He's going to get a good book out of Bob Woodward. In fact, he even said that it would be an honor to get a good book from somebody with those credentials, the same credentials as a Bob Woodward. So you could hear Bob Woodward just playing Donald Trump, just sort of agreeing and sort of like, oh, yes, sir, I want you to be honest and I want you to do this. And he was setting him up because an egotistical idiot like Donald Trump is very easy to set up. All you got to do is cater to his ego. You just play to it and he'll say whatever it is you want. Howard Stern used to say it all the time. Howard Stern used to say, this guy was by far my best guest. He doesn't like him now. He can't stand Donald Trump now if you listen to the show. But he will tell you he was the best guest because he would say anything. And all you really had to do was cater to his ego. Howard Stern would even say, yeah, I would call him Mr. Trump every time he'd come in because I knew he'd like that. He's a simple idiot. And he's the president of the United States. That makes us simple idiots. No? Well, maybe not us. Now, of course, what has to happen is after something like this comes out, Donald Trump will hold a press conference, and they, of course, are going to bomb him with questions about it. Take a wild guess who he shifted blame to. If Bob Woodward thought what I said was bad, then he should have immediately, right after I said it, gone out to the authorities so they can prepare and let him know. But he didn't think it was bad, and he said he didn't think it was bad. He actually said he didn't think it was bad. The only one that said it was bad or thinks it was bad were the fake news media because they take it and they try and put it a certain way. If Bob Woodward thought it was bad, then he should have immediately gone out publicly, not wait four months. You know, he's had that statement for four months, maybe five months. He's had it for a long time. It was a series of taped interviews, mostly by telephone. 
quick ones, not long ones, quick ones. And it was, I did it out of curiosity because I do have respect and I want to see. I wonder whether or not somebody like that can write good. I don't think he can, but let's see what happens. Yeah, please. I'm sorry to do that to you guys, by the way, because I cannot stand the sound of that guy's voice. I just can't. But you have to play the clips and you have to hear what a moronic idiot this guy is. I really don't think people can be reminded of that enough. You know what else is nuts? There's been about four other books that have come out just like in the last couple months that made huge headlines. Now they're sort of just lost. It's unreal. John Bolton came out with a book just ripping Donald Trump apart. His niece came out with a book ripping Donald Trump apart. A friend of Melania's came out ripping Donald Trump apart. His personal lawyer, his quote, fixer, Michael Cohen just came out with a book, ripping him apart. Bob Woodward comes out with his book. And it's just, this makes no sense. If there was a director in Hollywood that said, I want to do a movie, I got a script for you. Here, I'm going to present it to you. And the script was, this guy's the president of the United States. And in his journey to become president up until the time he is president, he is going to brag about sexually assaulting women. He's going to say a man who fought for our country is not a war hero because he was captured. He calls white nationalists good people. He'll side with Russia over his own intelligence agencies. He's going to have a love affair with the leader of North Korea. He's going to use money to pay off a porn star to keep her quiet. He's going to hold up money to another country to lie about his political opponent. He's going to call African countries shithole countries. He's going to tell some American congresswomen to go back from where they came from. He's going to retweet posts from white nationalists. He's going to call our troops losers and suckers. He's going to use law enforcement to clear out peaceful protesters with force and with pepper spray so he can walk to a church and hold a Bible upside down. He's going to do all kinds of wacky and crazy things. He's going to be the president, and there'll be a lot of people out there that worship him. The people he was presenting this script to would throw that person out of their office so quickly, and they'd say, you'll never work in this town ever again. That's the stupidest dumbest idea for a movie I've ever heard but it's not a movie we're living it it's real life and it's even more real when you unfortunately are around people who insist that God actually sent this man to the United States to be the president it's scary it is scary it's upsetting it is just beyond comprehension I I don't understand what's going on in this country, and it has to change. I mean, we have to make sure that this guy is voted out of office. There's there's just no other way. I'm really looking forward to the debate now, too, by the way. Joe Biden's going to blow him out in these debates. I don't care what anybody says. Joe Biden might gaff a little bit here and there, but for the most part, he's going to tear Donald Trump apart. And Donald Trump is just giving him more and more and more ammunition that is going to be 
almost impossible for Donald Trump to get out of it. He'll find a way. We all know it. I mean, everyone will call the debate for Joe Biden on all three of them, but it's not going to change any of the minds of the Trump voters. But that's not really who we're going after. We're just going after the people who are on the fence. And like I said, I still don't understand how anybody at this point could be on the fence. But okay, if you are, come to our side. We have to get rid of this guy. If you want a Republican in office, fine. We'll work on that in four years. But for right now, this guy gotta go. Now, in more news involving Captain Dipshit, the Justice Department recently moved to replace President Trump's private legal team with government lawyers to defend him against a defamation lawsuit by author Gene Carroll, E. Gene Carroll, actually, uh, who accused him of raping her in a Manhattan department store in the 1990s. So now basically what we have is the government representing the president in a rape case that we are now paying for. Again, in any normal time, this story would be gigantic. It would be the only story anybody was talking about. But this is like news you'd find in a small article on page 8 nowadays. I mean, it's just... It really, truly is unbelievable. So we're paying for a rape case for someone who wasn't president at the time when he was accused. And, of course, what happens during this time? You get the legal professionals coming out and saying, well, I don't know if this is really legal or I don't know if he's really allowed to do this because, again, I've said this before, I'm so sick and tired of nobody knowing What's right? What's wrong? What we can do? What we can't do? How do they just not know? How can they just not say, he absolutely can't do this, and somebody step in and go, yeah, you can't use the government's attorneys to defend you in a rape case, especially for a time period in which you were not even president. Now, more ridiculous news, if true, there was a whistleblower named Brian Murphy. By the way, this administration has more whistleblowers than an NBA game. I mean, how many whistleblowers have to come out? At what point do we just stop and go, yeah, at least one or two of these stories have to be true? But anyway, Mr. Murphy alleges that top leaders at the Department of Homeland Security pushed him to alter intelligence assessments to match what the president was saying in regards to Russian interference into our election. Murphy raised concern about a, quote, a repeated pattern of abuse of authority, attempted censorship of intelligence analysis, and improper administration of an intelligence program related to Russian efforts to influence and undermine the United States' interest, end quote. He also alleges that he was instructed earlier this year to stop providing intelligence assessments about the threat of Russian interference and instead focus on threats from China and Iran. The complaint says that the acting Department of Homeland Security, Chad Wolf, delivered the orders, but it did originate from the White House National Security Advisor, Robert O'Brien. Wolf also told Murphy that intelligence notification on Russian disinformation efforts should be, quote, held because it made the president look bad. Mr. Murphy did not comply with either order. So to basically sum everything up, this president has 
tons of whistleblowers, has tons of authors writing about him, has tons of leaks from inside the administration coming out about him, has audio tapes about what he actually says. He has eyewitnesses, ear witnesses, whatever you want to call them, that describe what he says and does. And none of this is enough. None of it is enough for these Trump supporters. So I I don't know. I'm not really sure what to say at this point. I will say this just to be honest with everybody. I had a very long night last night. I was up. I was tossing. I was turning. I did not sleep at all. So I really am kind of struggling through this podcast tonight. I feel like I'm a little off my game, but I was not going to take the night off and not record my podcast for Friday's show because I say I'm going to have a podcast on Friday. I'm having a podcast on Friday. So I really do. I'm going to cut it a little bit short tonight. But, you know, as always, I really appreciate everybody listening and downloading and the feedback that I get from everybody. It's really awesome. Um, Again, about that feedback, if you want to reach out to me, have any questions, comments, you can certainly DM me on Twitter, which I get a lot, or you can send me an email at runshouse.com podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at brun13. Please, as always, subscribe wherever you can. Rate and review the show. You know by now how much that helps me. So again, I appreciate everybody listening to this one. I'll be back in full force and I'll be back in regular form for Monday's show. I mean, Monday's show, we are only going to be right at around seven weeks left. And I can't imagine what's going to happen between the time I release this podcast and the time I record on Sunday for Monday's show. In fact, I should probably predict a few things. You know, Donald Trump probably is going to be on audio saying that he's had three abortions with three different women and that he was on the phone with Vladimir Putin discussing what they did in 2016 to interfere in the election and what can they do this year. And you know it, at some point, there's going to be audio of him using the N-word. And I hate to say it, but with his base, that might increase his status as a hero to them. Who knows? I I hate to say that. It's so sad and awful. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I will be back on Monday, and we'll talk to you again soon.